Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Let's talk to Super Bowl champion head coach. His name is Brian Billick. He's brought to you by Signal Relief. Enter promo code COACH for 20% off. Signal Relief reduces the impact of pain so you can get back to life without limitations. The single patch that provides one entire year of pain relief coach how's it going this afternoon doing great how you doing good we are trying to go over uh, the oc options basically for the cleveland browns and i, I think it's really tough because uh, we don't know if kevin Stefanski will give up the play calling duties and uh we got a name already today seahawks offensive line coach andy dickerson i don't know if you know anything about andy dickerson or not but uh i would imagine he wouldn't be calling plays if he comes here how important is it for Stefanski to either stake making the play calls because he feels like that's what he does best or to relinquish that so it gives you more candidates that you know maybe have done it in the past or at least come with a little bit of a, a bigger resume than someone like Andy Dickerson. Well, it's it's kind of a dealer's choice. I mean, it's just to pick him. Steven, Kevin Stefanski is a good offensive coach. He's been a good play caller. If he chooses to hold on to it and continue to do that, it's fine. Obviously, that's a different coordinator that you're looking for. Uh, you're looking for someone to come in and maybe have an expertise uh, in the offensive line, maybe on the back end, because at the end of the day, Kevin Stefanski is still going to run it. Now, if he's choosing to step away from it, which is fine, too. I've done both as a head coach, where I've run the offense, where I've relinquished it, where relinquished it to a, an offensive coordinator, then uh, then that's obviously a different set of candidates, and, and, that, and you're going in a little bit different direction, because that's a total redirection and revamp of what you're going to do offensively, whether you need that or not, you know, that's for them to decide. Um, but obviously it's a different pool of candidates when you do one or the other. When you look at the offensive coordinator position here in Cleveland, how much do you, do you think the Browns are like, Hey, we need to get somebody that, that meshes with Deshaun Watson. We got to find a way to get the most out of Deshaun next year. Well, I don't know that that's not Kevin Stepanski. If you think that's the issue and that you need to bring someone in that's more in tune with Deshaun Watson, that's a whole other issue. That's a whole other wa- uh, 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 kettle of fish, so to speak. Um, but he still has to get along the head coach and the quarterback, whether you're calling the plays or not. So I don't know that that is something that you, you, know, you need to specifically address. If you're deciding you need to bring someone in that has a little more expertise in that particular style of play, that, that Deshaun Watson has. Okay, I can, I can see that. Bring someone in that's had worked in that style a little bit more if Kevin Stefanski is not comfortable with that. I don't know that he isn't. I think, I think he did a great job, and, and particularly in having to adjust and change the offense uh, when uh, Joe Flacco came in. So, yeah, th- these are all – there are important questions. Uh, I don't know that, that there's a definitive answer to it other than from Kevin Stefanski who decides that, you know what, I'm going to do – 
uh, step back and be more of the head coach. And that's a legitimate perspective. You know, when you, you see it all the time, when you have when you're an offensive coordinator, it's a 24 seven job, 365 days a year, totally encompassing. That's all you can think about. And then you get a head job and you decide, okay, I can do both. And, and that's probably a little unrealistic. You, you kind of need to be either, or there's some to do both, but if you do, then and you're going to hold on to the play calling and be the offensive coordinator, then you better have someone, a right-hand man, that's going to do those head coaching things in lieu of when you're, you know, your focus is on, on the offense and what you're doing with the play calling. If you decide to, to, to revert to that position, then you need that offensive coordinator to do all those things that you were doing and know have to be done as an offensive coordinator. It sounds like, and, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but it sounds like you're kind of saying that you feel like most coaches – shouldn't be uh, play callers as, as if like, if you're going to be, uh, don't no, take on two jobs, basically. No, no, I don't think that's the case. Some guys okay. do it better than others. Some are good at it. That's how they got the job. Um, it, it's just that if you do, if you choose to do that, wh- what, what I'm saying is you can't do both all encompassing. You either, if you're going to be the head coach, then you've got to bring in an offensive coordinator that runs what he wants to do. Certainly you're going to oversee it and, and have input to it but you got to let him do that job or you're going to be the head coach that calls the offensive plays and, and, and does all those things that goes entailed with it. But you better have a strong right-hand man that's going to do, I, I call it the 3 a.m. rule. <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like a lot of guys my age, you get up at 3 a.m. and you do whatever you do. <laughs> what are you thinking about then? If you're thinking about, well, do I put this guy in the flat? Do I run this at this depth? What? Well, then, then you're the offensive coordinator and you better have someone who's waking up at 3 a.m. going, well, what about the roster? What about the structure of what we're doing a game, uh, on a practice standpoint? How are we traveling this week? Uh, you better have somebody doing that that you trust and can interact with uh, because that, there's a lot to do in both jobs. Why do you think it went down this past couple of days the way that it did? Do you think it was a direct result of the playoff loss? Or do you feel like maybe Kevin Savansky in, in firing his offensive coordinator, in, in firing his running backs coach, and firing his tight ends coach, just felt like he maybe just needed to shake it up and get some new voices in the room? That may be the case. It's one of a couple of things. It's either he's deciding to go in a totally different direction. He's going to turn it over to a coordinator, let him bring in some of his guys as well, and totally turn that over, which is fine. Or it's, no, I need some new voices. I need some new input. I'm still going to call it, but I need some of that new energy to come into it and maybe challenge me a little bit and look at what we're doing, but I'm still going to call it. I mean, you, you can see it either way. Brian Bell joining us here, 92.3 The Fan. Let me ask you this. Uh, Steelers announced today, Mike Tomlin said that uh, they're going to hire an offensive coordinator from the outside. We've done a lot of offensive coordinator talk in the past couple of days. That's where our mind is at. Uh, if it was you, which would you rather prefer? being the offensive coordinator where you don't get to call plays for Deshaun Watson here in Cleveland or being the offensive coordinator where you call plays, but Kenny Pickett is your quarterback in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Boy, that's, a, that's an interesting choice. Um, you know, ultimately a coach, if he's worth a salt, is going to go someplace where he gets to do what he wants to do and make the call. And I'll find a quarterback or I'll coach that quarterback up. Um, as a career move, that, that, that's, that's what that guy's going to do. Uh, the other guy that's going to come in, not call the plays, but work with Sean Watson, is coming in just because it's a, it's maybe a step up for him. He gets to work. He, he's basically going to be the quarterback coach. So you're asking, do you, would you rather be a coordinator uh, with, without a definitive quarterback or be a quarterback coach with a really good quarterback? I mean, most guys professionally would say, you know, particularly if they're at that point in their development, no, I want to be the coordinator and, and I'll, I'll make a go of it with the guy we have. 
if you're Bill Belichick, why do you take the Falcons job? You know, that's a good question. I, at 72 years old, the question is, why do you take any job? You know, <laughs> Fair point. On. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm 70 years old, and, and, and I, I can't imagine, you know, it, I, I, I'm, I'm happy not being part of the grind. Uh, now, Bill Belichick's a different breed of cat, you know, and maybe he wants to still do it. Um, I, I, he can take the, the whatever job he takes. The key is, is he going to have absolute total control? Because that's what Bill's going to do. He's not going to go anywhere he, where he has to answer to anybody outside of the owner in what they're doing. Uh, and if he can have that in Atlanta, then, then so be it. Uh, there again, it goes back to your earlier question. What are the most attractive jobs? Where do I want to go? I want to go where you got the best quarterback. Best job available right now is with Justin Herbert in, in, uh, in, with L.A. and the Chargers. Uh, the other guys, Atlanta be a great job, great organization, but you got you got to address the quarterback. Uh, you know, Carolina, any of these jobs are open. It's the same question. If you don't have the quarterback, it's not as good a job. So that's if you want to rate the jobs that are available and what you should be looking at, it's who's got the best quarterback. Yeah, let me ask you about that because uh, you know Dak Prescott. Obviously, we think the world of him as far as a talent, but when the bright lights go on, he's just he's just faltered. Coach, it's just, there's no other way to put it. And, and I, I didn't think that should fall at the feet of McCarthy. I really didn't. He, tw- three straight 12-win seasons. It's, when you ask a giraffe to climb a tree, sometimes you get the impossible task. Is that more on uh, you know, maybe having too high of expectations on Dak, or is McCarthy really letting Dallas down? Which one is it? Well, I, I think Dak, Dak's a capable quarterback. And I know I, in that game, the other game, yeah, Dak didn't p- perform particularly well. But uh, he didn't take a single snap on defense. Uh, and it's that Dallas defense that just just couldn't hold up. Jordan Love was spectacular. Uh, they they just they just couldn't do anything to stop. Plus, uh, the two pick sixes though. I mean, over. that's that's a dagger, as you know, Coach. What's that? The two pick sixes before halftime though. That's a dagger. You know that. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. That I I understand that. But but there's a lot of quarterbacks that throw interceptions. You know, Brock Purdy is a pretty darn good quarterback. And, and uh, I love what I see in a Brock Purdy. But he threw a bunch of interceptions against the uh, Baltimore Ravens. So do you make a change in, in uh, San Francisco because of the one game? I, I don't think that's the case. Now, Dak, Dak's got to step up. He's going to, you know, Peyton Manning got a lot of criticism for a long time because he wasn't able to win the playoff game and go to a championship yeah. until he actually did. Dak's carrying around that, Sam. I saw an article today. Is Dak the next Tony Romo? Well, that could be, could be true. You know, a lot of great stats, has a lot of wins, but just couldn't do it in, in with the bright lights on and, and, and in the playoffs. That may be the case. Uh, I, I don't know why that would be the case. I think he's a capable quarterback. There's a lot of things that go into it. Uh, but I, I don't know that I'd be willing to, to say, you know what, uh, let's get rid of Dak Prescott because he threw a couple pick sixes in a playoff game. You know, it's hard to think, just talking about another kind of player that I, I don't know if it's fair to say he's struggled. He hasn't really had too many opportunities, but he's got one playoff win. We'll go to Baltimore, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson. Uh, I, it doesn't feel like this is the year that Lamar once again struggles in the postseason. It feels like this is the year, Coach, where Lamar gets over the hump here. Yeah, no question. And it's it's like the same conversation we have. You know, it, it, it could be, well, let's get rid of Lamar Jackson. Well, not so fast. He's a pretty good quarterback. This is the best team that he's had. Now, if they don't get it done against a really talented young Texans team, and obviously you got to love what C.J. Stroud's doing, but if for whatever reason they don't get it done, then then they'll be asking the same questions of Lamar Jackson, who would likely to be the MVP of the league this year. So, you know, it, it, you're kind of looking at it from the same reference point. Yes, he's got to make it happen in the championship games and the big games. They're at home. There's all those expectations. 
if I'm a betting man, I'm betting he's going to do it. But then he's got to turn right around. He's going to face either Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes at home in Baltimore. You know, it's, it's the one challenge after the other. And, and until he does it, then there's going to be that legitimate, well, can he? Bills Chiefs on Sunday, Patrick Mahomes' first ever road playoff game. Uh, I, I'm actually going to this game as, as a fan, as I'm, I'm an ex-Bills player, and I'm pretty pumped about it, taking the kids up there. Uh, can the Bills get it done? Can they get over the hump against Mahomes? Sure they can. I don't think the fact that it's his playing a road playoff game is for the first time is a big deal. He's played in a lot of road big games, so he's going to be fine with that. Uh, the fact that it's two good teams and two great young quarterbacks, um, I'm of, of that combination, I'm worried most about the Bills' defense holding up. Uh, they, they have struggled. They've been better as of the last month. Chiefs' defense is playing pretty good. Uh, Josh Allen is good. He will be, you know, this thing could be a track meet. Patrick Mahomes, we know that Kansas City hasn't been as explosive, but they've been more physical with Pacheco and the running game. And so to me, that's the biggest question going in, not about the young quarterbacks, because they're going to play well uh, and they're going to be spectacular. Um, but but can the Bills' defense hold up? It's going to be a great atmosphere in Buffalo, those fans, the Bills Mafia. They're so, so excited about finally having that opportunity in Buffalo. Uh, that That's going to make it a, a fun game to watch. We'll go back to the Browns for one more here, Coach. We'll get you out of here. Sure. When it comes to Joe Flacco, if you're the Browns, if, if it was you, do you bring him back, or is that too much of a, a the fan base is going to start to say uh, the first time Watson struggles that Flacco needs to be the quarterback, he needs to be in, uh, you know, leading the team there? Is that is that too much around Flacco to bring him back for another season? Well, I don't know that you need to really do that. He can probably go home, and if you have to do that, you can reach back out and get him off his couch, and he'll come back in and probably play pretty well. To have him in that building, you know, well, we love you, Deshaun. You're the guy. We're behind you. We're going to design everything around you, but we're going to keep this guy here just in case you don't play well, as opposed to, no, we're, of course we're going to have a backup quarterback that obviously if something happens, we can put in. I don't know that that's a healthy dynamic for the building, uh, and, and so it might be better to let Joe kind of go off and, and uh, know that he's kind of still there and probably midseason could come back in and crank it up again if you need it for him to. I right, tell it's single relief, and, of course, you can enter the promo code COACH for 20% off there. Uh, this is the real deal. I became aware of them about six months ago. And, you know, play, I've dealt with thousands of players. That it's all about what? It's about dealing with that prohibitive pain during the course of the season that keeps you from doing the things you need to do. And every doctor, orthopedic surgeon, physical therapist I've ever worked with will also tell you that the idea that motion is lotion. The best way to rehab and work is to work through the pain, to work your muscles and joints. Well, that's exactly what signal relief can do for you. It's a patch. It's not an ointment. It's not an icy hot. It's not a TENS unit. What it is, it works with the electrical impulses in your body because that's really what pain is. It blocks the impulses that allows you to, to you put it where you need it. it. We say put it between the pain and the brain and allows you then to can do those other things to work your way through it. Uh, it's an amazing product. Uh, uh, like I said, you go to signalrelief.com, put in promo code COACH, and you get 20% back. This is, this is the real deal. It's 100% guaranteed. It's reusable for a year, so it's very effective. You put it where you need it. After 18 holes of golf, I'm putting it on my lower back. If I get out of the pool, it's on my shoulder or my upper back. So it's an amazing product. People need to check it out to deal with the pain of life. Brian Billick, thank you so much. We'll catch up with you later. I actually think that makes the most sense. And I hadn't really considered it the way that Coach put it, the idea that you can just kind of – he'll be there. He'll be on his couch. I think so many fans are worried that Joe Flacco, Dustin, is not going to be around and he'll be off on another team. Joe Flacco, before he – 
signed with the Browns was very adamant. He was not holding a clipboard. He was not going to be anybody's backup quarterback. That's not what he wanted to do. That's part of the reason, like part of the story that gets lost in Joe Flacco not being signed by all these teams is just how vocal he was that he wasn't going to be anybody's backup quarterback. He wanted to start. He wanted to play games. So I could just as easily see another offseason come and go where there's just not an open spot for Joe Flacco to be a starter somewhere. So maybe he is just back sitting on his couch and then the Browns, you know, you see how it goes, but you you don't you don't call him up until you need him. Yeah, I think that's fair. Uh, also, like Joe got the taste of starting this year and had success for those four wins that he had, and and put up those like really his best stretch of football probably of his career. So he probably does want to start next year, but I also know that he's pretty comfortable here, and they've made him feel very very welcome. If you're Joe Flacco, do you want to like pick up and and go to some other city again and try to have to compete, or do you want to just stay here? You know the system. And you also know that Stefanski trusts you. You can help out the the young quarterbacks in the room. All you know, also Deshaun Watson. And then, hey, listen, as we've, it's well documented. Deshaun doesn't really stay healthy, so there's probably a good chance that he'll get a chance to start again. Yeah, but the part I liked about what, what Coach had to say basically was the idea that uh, you you don't make that gamble. Like you you don't put Deshaun Watson and Joe Flacco together because it almost tells you. That you don't believe Deshaun Watson will be healthy. Either you don't no, believe he's going to be I, healthy I, I just, or you don't I, think he's going to be good. I disagree. No, I I think that um, for the sake of the organization, I, I, I frankly, I think the team would respect the idea that you would go into this season with a much better capable backup quarterback than what you had last year. There's no way this team thought that they were going anywhere with, with you know, P.J. Walker or DTR. Sure. Do you see how hard this is, though? No, I don't. You don't? Okay. Here's where I'm coming from. I feel like... If you have a break glass in case of emergency plan, it's much easier to go ahead and break glass in case of emergency. If you don't have the parachute, you're never jumping out of the airplane. It's it's a lot yeah, harder. Yeah, but Flacco's not going to play because Deshaun doesn't play well. Flacco's only going to play if if Deshaun gets hurt. I agree with that. Yeah, I mean, there's no they're not just going to be like, okay, Deshaun, sorry, man, you've had a you've had a really rough patch here. We're going Flacco. No, that ain't happening. No, I agree with that. So, all right, so maybe so that's why I don't know why people are like so worked up. There's, there's not going to be any controversy at all. All right, you may want to think about it here for a second. Usually, I'm so very much like I got, I got a uh, my. It's what my wife loves the most about me is I can decide uh, where do you want to eat for dinner. I got that in like three seconds. I went into this. It, you might have convinced isn't me. That's the hardest a thing bit. in the world, by the way. It's it's hard for everyone but me. You ask me well, where no, I want to go to dinner. Me. I got it. In it's three not seconds. for me either. I can pick in two seconds too. But when I pick, it's like you get the. Uh, I don't know about that. It's like it's like the only redeeming quality I have in life is that if you tell me like, "Hey, choose blue or yellow," I'm like instantly blue. Got it. Or if you're like, uh, "Do you uh, want up or you don't want down?" I'm like up. Like I, I just I'm very instant. I'm very I have these things. I make my decisions. Like Andy Roth. I don't know about that. Most people can't. Most people really struggle with that. Most people they got a they got a waffle. Then they got to think it out for a little bit. They got to talk it out. They got to see where they biggest, end up. Biggest problem is so like our kitchen's under renovation right now. We're doing the the North, Northeast Factory thing, so it'll be done like in a week. Mm-hmm. But like we've got no kitchen, so we're not cooking at home right now. So everything is like to go and like Uber Eats. Yeah, and Uber Eats is like, it's just like uh, expensive. I mean, it's like it's it's like Pornhub for food. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're scrolling through and you're looking. You're just trying to find so- options you didn't even know existed around there. Yeah, there's a lot of options out there, you know. And, and like, how is this even a category? I, I didn't even know. I'm like, I, I I can get this. Anyway, um, it's very it's very difficult. That was probably a weird reference. Sorry about that. That's fine. You gave me a lot to think about, though. You're right. If you're Deshaun Watson, you know you're playing the entire year. There's no questions asked about that. Like, that's not. No one's debating that. It, you can't suck enough where Joe Flacco is getting the call. That's not going to be reality for you. 
the Browns do need some assurances and some insurance, let's put it that way, uh, in case Deshaun does get injured. I, I just I look at it the, the way Brian Billick put it there. Joe Flacco's probably going to be on the couch. You, he's going to be that phone call away. I, who's signing Joe Flacco if he's not going to be a backup quarterback? Who's signing him to be a starter? We had the same guy here like three years ago. What was his name? The guy from Arizona never played, but was just like a backup like slash coach was on the roster. Remember him? Oh, God, what was his name? Drew Stanton. Thank you. Yeah, okay. But you're not looking at Drew Stanton like we once went uh No, uh, but like Drew t-shirts. Stanton was making like five million bucks? Well, Case Keenum made seven million. Correct. Case Keenum was that that was one of the you're things. Tommy Flacco wants to just sit on the couch when he can just make five to seven million bucks. I don't think the Browns want to pay five to seven million dollars for a backup quarterback, though. Because you can pay that on Juan Thornhill costs seven million dollars a year. You can, are you going to pay Juan Thornhill, or and he's obviously paid, but you know what I mean. You're going to pay a, a a starting safety, or you're going to pay a backup quarterback that you don't have to actually pay because they'll be there on their couch ready to play for the incentive based deal if something does happen to Deshaun. Juan Thornhill's deal was seven million dollars for three years, twenty one million total. Case Keenum made seven million dollars a year when he was with the Browns. Like the bet that the Browns made in not having a backup quarterback. Or sorry, having a backup quarterback on a rookie deal, whether that was DTR or whether that was signing PJ Walker, who was not a rookie deal, but was very, very cheap, was that they wanted to pay the defense. If you go against that, then you're, it's going to cost you the defense something, Dustin. I don't know. I mean, $7 million can go a long way. That's a starter in the NFL. 216-474-0092. Bill up next on the fan. What's up, Bill? Hey, you guys are stars. I tell you what, I enjoy this conversation. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. I was a little bit disappointed, Billick. I thought this was Billick-like today, you know? This idea that uh, and I was telling Keith this, and I I understand that you got a guy making two hundred fifty million dollars, and he's intimidated by some guy that was on the couch, uh, being a second string quarterback behind him. That's an issue. If he if he's that unsure of himself, that is a psychological mental health issue on Watson. And number two is what did we see this last year? And don't we learn from it? And does the NFL learn from it? And that is. You can go down any time. 
And the idea that quarterbacks are going to last 17 games and, and not get injured in any way, shape, or form, that doesn't happen nowadays very often. Right. And so and, and, and if I, I'm, not, I'm concerned about the mental health of the whole team, and that is if you've got a guy like Flacco sitting on the bench, the defense is going to feel more secure. The offensive line is going to feel more secure. All, everybody's going to feel more secure. Instead of they went into this season with two backups that it was ridiculous. I mean, they gave no solace to anybody. And so I, I get it that maybe Watson is fragile, but come on, you guys, let's let's get it so that next year we can go all the way. All right, anyway. th- yeah, thank you, Bill. I appreciate you as always. It's it's interesting. Do you put everyone else's ease? At the top of the list, or do you put Deshaun Watson's ease at the top of the list? When I don't even know what Deshaun's asking for right now. Maybe Deshaun doesn't think twice about Joe Flacco, uh, Dustin. I, I'm not entirely sure. We don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. If you're Deshaun Watson, you're worried about a 39-year-old quarterback who really hasn't played much in the last couple of years. <laughs> I, I think you've got some bigger issues. Yeah, you know, on Bill's point, it's funny how, and I, I, I've done this earlier, when you look at the teams that have ended up having good records this year and have actually competed across the NFL, it's really what team has had a healthy quarterback. Ravens and the AFC North, they were number one. Lamar Jackson was healthy the entire year. AFC West was Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes was healthy the entire year. AFC South, the, what, two, three games C.J. Stroud missed was the only time Houston looked anything close to Close to not the same team. They still ended up winning the AFC South. Buffalo in the AFC East with Josh Allen. You can go across the list. Dallas, Tampa Bay, Detroit, San Francisco. All four of those quarterbacks were healthy the entire year long. Like, having a healthy quarterback it matters. really was step one to making sure you can win your division. That was that was the, the biggest thing out of anything that we saw this year. Because so many quarterbacks ended up getting injured. And so many teams ended up losing their quarterback. And it really came down to, a, we got eight divisions. All eight winners had their quarterback for, if not 17 games, the only exception there was C.J. Stroud, who I believe played in, what, 15 games total? Everyone else was 100% healthy for the entire stretch of the year. It's incredible how it all worked out that way. Now, I don't want to think about that long term that way, but I do want to live in the idea that if something does happen to Deshaun, we kind of have to prepare this out as if something will happen to Deshaun. He no longer gets that benefit of the doubt as the guy that played in the national title game and played in the college, fo- uh, college football playoff games with injuries and played with the broken rib which that story then got completely refuted and backed down, but that's a different story for a different time. Played with multiple injuries, not only in the pros, but also in the college ranks. He's just not that guy anymore. And you've been, Dustin, you've been sounding that alarm off more than most people when it comes to your worry attached to him staying healthy for the entire next year. Greg Williams earlier today on Joe Flacco. Here we go. I think that's always, you know, a, a thing that you have to take a look at. Me personally, I would, yes, you know, if I was in charge and doing that, because, you know, I talk all the time about, you know, with players back and forth is grow up. You got to get, you got to handle these type of things. It's a competition every single day. Okay. This is what we do. The best will play. And Joe's a great teammate. And the relationship that I viewed between Deshaun and him was outstanding. And when you have somebody like Joe and Deshaun back and forth, the things that they say back and forth to each other, that they coach back and forth to each other, sometimes is above and beyond what a coach can tell each other. Because they're out there in the war. They're out there in the fist fight in the phone booth. They're looking at and studying the very same things that you have to do to play. Now, can people handle the distractions and handle the things off the field, all that type of stuff? I'll be surprised if they do bring him back, but yes, I would. 
Here's where a lot of us are, right? Yeah, I, I don't know about you. I I would be surprised if they do bring him back. I know you made the case, and I think you're right. I think you're I think you're more right than you're wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're scared by a 39 year old quarterback, you're probably not the guy we paid 230 million dollars to. I agree with that 100. percent But push comes to shove, I think I think they're going to say, "Hey, DTR, we're going to pay you a rookie contract. You're going to pay. You're going to make next to nothing, and we're going to put that seven million dollars." And we're going to go ahead and spend on the defense. 216474 to below 92. Or maybe the offense. I don't know. But they're going to spend it somewhere that isn't a backup quarterback. That's how I see it. Jeff up next in the fan. What's up, Jeff? How you guys doing? Yo, what's up, Jeff? Not much. Uh, just one favor. If, if we could stop using that Baltimore game as an example of how great Deshaun is, I think it's an example of a minimal moment where he displayed his arm talent, which I don't deny he has, but also a wonderful example of the inconsistency that he has. It's, it's a bad return on investment for what we've paid and what we've received over the last two years. I think Flacco, you saw what you got, right? Maybe we saw the top end of his value during the playoffs. Fine. At least you know what you have. And I think you got a great return on Flacco, and I have no problem at all having him as a player coach and riding the bench behind Deshaun. Deshaun needs to learn how to listen to the coach. Maybe if that's what Flacco is actually doing. All right. Thank you, Jeff. I don't know. Is it listening to a coach? By all accounts, Deshaun listens to people. He was 14 for 14 in that Ravens game. I want to bring up – I didn't even bring it up today. None of us did. But I'll, I'll bring up that Ravens game until I'm blue in the face. Now, you want to tell me that is the mark of inconsistency? Because the first half wasn't great, and then he went 14 for 14 in the second half, then sure, we can have that conversation. But he was 14 for 14 and raised a 13-point fourth-quarter deficit. Like, that's the game. Why would I not bring that game up? It's not like we have yeah. 12 million games to go off of. We got we got collectively five to go off of, and that was, a, that was a really good one, all things considered. Why would I not bring that game up? Bring it up. I'm going to bring that up. Bring it up. I'm going to bring it up. Don't bring it up. <laughs> I'm going to bring it up. 216474 to below 92. I, the, the whole Flacco conversation is is fascinating to me for a lot of reasons, uh, but it's I think it's for different reasons than most people think so. I th- I'm fascinated by it because I want to know where that money's going if you don't spend it on Flacco. That's what I'm fascinated by. If it, if it means Juan Thornhill's on the team or not because of a $7 million investment to the backup quarterback, because that's what would have happened last year, that fascinates me way more than whether or not I'm worried about Flacco holding a clipboard and then being there just in case something happens to Deshaun. Because as we went over the whole entire list of AFC North and every division in the NFL, if, you're, if your starting quarterback gets injured, you are screwed. And I think, Dustin, if we would have played out the whole entire year, if Joe Flacco would have been the guy for the entire 17-game stretch, we're probably screwed, as we found evidenced out with what happened in the Houston game. I think it was fun, yeah, yeah, we're was probably fun. screwed. It was fun, but you're, you're probably right. Like, it was a good five games. The, the way Joe Flacco operates is that he's always been able to, in his career, have a good five-game stretch. That's how he won the Super Bowl. He was awesome in the postseason in Baltimore, and he was the best quarterback in the NFL in that stretch because he had a good five-game stretch. And you know what? All of the other people told us ahead of time. Aaron Schatz came on overtime with Jonathan Peterlin and uh, was like, this is where you is say, what say, show was that? Is it weird to say your show name with your name? Yeah, like, I don't like you... doing it with the Boomer, uh, the, the Valenti and Boomer show, like, and it's like, like listen, before overtime with Jonathan Peterlin. Like, yeah, listen to the Dustin Fox show. I know, it is a little weird. It's like in third person. I know, but I don't like just saying overtime because people are like, what, what's he saying there? Just check out my show overtime with me, Jonathan Peterlin. 
But then I'm still saying it, though. Yeah, but it's just... You should be saying, like, with me, Dustin Fox. It's weird when you say it. It's almost like you're saying it like it's not you. I think it's weird when we come back and I'm like, hey, it's Jonathan Peterman with Dustin Fox. I think that's weird. Well, yeah, because we don't have a name for the show. It's Afternoon Drive. Yes. I could I could just say Afternoon Drive. That's a terrible name. Yeah, whatever. It's JP and Dustin. All right. In for Nick. Nick is sick today. Nick is sick. Want to make that? No, Nick is sick today. Hope he feels better. I hope so too. 216474092. No, but I mean, I talked to Aaron Schatz, and Aaron Schatz is like, hey, uh, the clock is going to strike midnight. We know Joe Flacco. We have 15 years of evidence that Joe Flacco isn't going to be able to do this for an extended period of time. And I, being the idiot that I am, the bird brain that I have, Dustin, I was like, no. He's different with Stefanski. He's never thrown for this many yards. He's never looked this good. Eh, what an idiot I am. Joe Flacco was always going to come back to being that guy, and that's fine. It's still better than P.J. Walker. It's still better than Dorian Thompson-Robinson. But is it? Do you, do you have that at 39 years old for $7 million? Probably not. You wait and call him up if you need to. I think that's okay. All right. Uh, I did want to bring this along. So the streets are talking, Dustin. This is not something that is sourced. This is not something that uh, I'm going to have reputable college football people to back this up or anything like that. It's not what we're doing here, okay? I'm going to give you a name, though, that the streets are talking about in relation to the Ohio State offensive coordinator job, and you tell me if you're interested in this, okay? Okay, go. Bill O'Brien is the name that some are speculating is going to be announced at the OC tomorrow for Ohio State. If if it is, in fact, Bill O'Brien, does that make you happy? It doesn't make me unhappy. I think Bill O'Brien's a hell of a coach. I think it'd be awesome. And Bill O'Brien uh, in Houston was the, I mean, he was Kevin in the office, Bill in the chili pot. I think that he was an absolute disaster at times. He had Deshaun Watson there, and he still made it a disaster at times. I, I love him as a college coach, though. I think at Alabama, I thought he did a really nice job. I think if you can get him in there, the experience he has, the reputation he has, I think Bill O'Brien's a good move. Just want to put that into people's minds, okay? If it, if it happens, yeah. it happens. Great. And then if it doesn't happen, and tomorrow goes with whatever way tomorrow goes, then we'll just forget we ever brought this up for a couple minutes, and it is what it is, okay? Okay. Deal? All right. Deal. 216 Ron up next in the fan. What's up, Ron? Hey, what's happening? I'm going to take you off speakerphone here real fast. Well, that would be nice. Anyway, put the key flacco, and here's why. Without being said, he knows the offense. He's got the connection with the receivers, and just in case there's an injury. Um, however, he might get a very lucrative contract compared to what we may want. I don't know what's out there, but we need to keep him for a backup. If there's an injury, I don't think it's going to affect the flow, and I think it will also look very good for the Browns. They have two quarterbacks at this caliber. I'm out. You guys have a great night. Enjoy the show. Thank you, Ron. Appreciate you. I, I need to get to Hunter here because Hunter says we're underselling Joe Flacco. Hunter, what's up, man? Hey, guys. Uh, well, okay. Underselling in particular. I know that we've talked about everyone said 100 times, like, oh, the guy comes off his couch. Okay. That being said, anyone, any quarterback, any player coming into a new team, especially quarterback, the most important position to walk into a team. And obviously the first game was finicky to perform that well. That's something special. Uh, granted, okay. That happens. We've seen stretches of that, you know, um, McCowns, you know, Ed, Ed, uh, Fitzpatrick. But I just I feel that the playoff game was not his fault because 
I think with the defense showing up and being nearly as fast as the Texans were, um, that he wouldn't have been okay. Oh, Joe turnover, Joe turnover. Yeah. Where would be at? Where would be we be at today right now if the defense had showed up like full force, and it wasn't like, I mean, we we've talked about it all year. Like, yeah, he's going to throw a couple turnovers, one or two, but it's okay because the defense will back him up. You know, it's okay. Oh, the because- defense didn't do their part. I'm not letting the defense off the hook here. The defense didn't do their part for sure, but you were down ten and you throw back to back pick sixes. That 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 puts you in the grave. You're done. Yeah, it's about it's about as bad as it gets. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. Uh, All right. it, it's a, it, I, I hope it's not the ending to a beautiful story that it comes out that way. But I also don't know that him being here is the best thing for his, his own life and career. Um, we, I think we Joe's earned a spot. He's earned a statue. Maybe not a literal statue, but <laughs> no, definitely you know, not a he, literal statue. Hey, they made they made Joe Flacco jerseys for the Browns. I think that's enough. Uh, you know, and so. I hope the best for him, and I think that no matter what, we'll always be grateful for what he brought to Cleveland right. for the five or seven weeks he played here, despite the playoffs, which we got trounced by sure. a, a, a faster, stronger, better team than we realized. Just, yeah, and, and yeah. thank you, Hunter. I appreciate you. It would be so different if he just won one playoff game. If right now we were talking about a Browns playoff game that we're playing this weekend, it would be a much different conversation about how we perceive Flacco uh, forever, forever. But it didn't work that way. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.